Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Uh, it's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We've got game four of the NBA Finals going down tonight. And, of course, we talked a little bit earlier about off-season stuff that's ahead. Gordon, let's talk a little hoop with our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack, let's jump out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Of course, he's the television voice of the Utah Jazz and our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack Bowler, what's happening? Hey, Jay, Gordon. How are you two, man? Hey, well, I'm doing pretty good. I don't want to want to speak for Gordon, uh, but uh, I think we're well, right, Gordo? Yeah, I think we're doing really well. Hey. I'm just kind of bumming, man, you know, the legend, Eddie Van Halen, man. I know, yeah. it's it's a bummer. 2020 just doesn't quit, does it? No, you know what I said? Honestly, man, I sit in my office and I just put on some, uh, you know, classic Van Halen and a little, um, I went through a, like a series of his best solos. The guy could play. That's all there is to it. So. Doesn't it bring back a lot of memories, Bowler, when you listen oh, to yeah. the music? Oh, yeah. You know, that air guitar career that I had, I took that <laughs> tour for a year. Yeah, it brought it all back tonight. It brought it all back. Uh, Bowler, real quick before we get into the basketball, I, uh, your name did come up on the show yesterday, and I thought you would you would get a laugh out of this. Uh, yes. Gordon uh, ghosted Austin on the text machine or on the text message over the weekend, didn't get back to him, and Gordon's defense was, well, I've done worse to Bowler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cabo, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he brought up the lunch too. That was the oh, other the one. lunch. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, man. Let's meet for lunch. Okay, I'm there having tea. Never shows. Never shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I wasn't. I wasn't feeling good about it. I was just telling Austin just because I didn't. And I was on vacation for a day, and so I the phone wasn't with me. Oh, oh! And, and, and so I, but he, so he he texted me a message. He wanted me to provide something, uh, but by the time I saw the message, it was too late. The show was already over. Yeah. And so I I didn't I didn't text him back afterward. Say right, sorry. Right. Right. Or still, I've been there. See, by the time <laughs> I was over, the plane already left. And uh, I couldn't get on the plane, and by the time the bill came, he never showed up. So it worked that way. I just thought it was an interesting defense. uh, I'm looking at our text exchanges right now, Gordon. I've sent you four since the last time you sent me one. (laughs) And that's several weeks worth. But, But again, Austin, he's done worse to bowler. So yeah, he's done worse to better. Yeah. Bowler, I just thought that that might make him feel better. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I didn't do you, mean do to you, keep... Austin. You feel better? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> I, I didn't... Uh, it is good to know where I stand, though. It's... Yeah, no, Bowler. Exactly. Really, I didn't mean to to uh, prick your remembrance, and, and so that these memories and and the uh, the f- frustration and your anger keeps you know resurfacing so i no no Gordo, I, I was hoping they, you would forget they lie right on the surface they lay right on my yeah you, you barely bump me and i bleed so yes you know got a bleeder i'm a bleeder got a bleeder here um, uh, 
Bowler, the Heat gave us a little hope. Uh, winning yeah, Game yeah. 3, Jimmy Butler was amazing. How much hope uh, for a good series do you have? Well, you know, in the bubble, I think it kind of gives you uh, what we've learned, at least what I've learned, and I think you guys are with me, is that anything can happen uh, down in Orlando. And it seems like it's been going on forever, three months, which is insane. Okay. It really is, guys. I mean, just think about it. Uh, the Jazz went, went down there three months ago today, uh, back in July. Look, it's unbelievable. But I think what I've learned is that on any given night, it all ha- I know that's the cliches, but down there in the bubble, I don't think the rules tend to apply. I mean, ask Denver. Will it turn out to be the Lakers' uh, way in, in another championship? You know, I, it's hard to bet against LeBron and Anthony Davis, but what I saw with Miami – you know, as a team, again, when you give a team life and you play hard, what I was impressed, they didn't quit. I mean, you could down, you know, 0-2, but give give Jimmy Butler some credit, man. The guy played his best game of his career, and he's had some incredible ball games along the way. But I thought what he did, too, was fuel uh, the rest of his team that's been minus, you know, Bam and, and Dragic. And that tells me even more, to be totally honest with you, that you get – you know, Kelly Olenek on the floor and Myers Leonard gives you some minutes and it tells you the depth of Miami. And, you know, you still, you just still sit back and go, okay, that's why let's go play and let's see what happens tonight. I would think it throws like any time some doubt. I mean, I, I don't care who you are. You're thinking, Hmm, this isn't as easy as maybe we thought, especially when you have a wounded team and they come back and, uh, and, and take advantage of you that way. So, uh, I, I look to see this being another competitive game. What was he? What was he yelling at uh, LeBron? Uh, you know, it's not going to be that easy, or something like that. So, I mean, they're definitely. I think the confidence, especially with those two back in the lineup, are available tonight. Will will be interesting to see how it turns out. But I love Game Three. I thought it was great. I thought the, <laughs> I thought the league needed it. I didn't want to see a four zero sweep, um, and I'm glad to see a at least a, a series that would go five. Bowler, how often have you seen teams in playoff series who get out to an advantage over the first couple or so games uh, sort of let their foot off the accelerator a little? Happens all the time. That's the jazz, right? I mean, we saw it. We've seen it. I think uh, it happens uh, to almost every team where you get into a comfort zone. And, you know, I mean, you know, you're the psychologist. I mean, isn't that part of human nature, right? Is that you get comfortable and you don't have to work or play as hard. You lose. I think what, you know, players have told me is, yeah, you know, behind the scene, they'll say, maybe we just didn't come out and you always with fire. And you always wonder, how can you not? But, you know, 82 games, the playoffs, the bubble, uh, three months in semi isolation, basically. Yeah, you can probably understand it's hard to find that each and every time you hit the floor. So I think we expect that from these guys uh, because of the, the level they play. But I think, again, human aid, human nature jumps in and makes a makes a point here. Well, Gordon and I started off a conversation uh, talking about uh, the evolution of the NFL and how the, there's so much offense uh, now and so few penalties. And it, we started talking a little bit about basketball and how, how different the NBA is now from, say, the 90s. Uh, do you wish there was more physicality in the sport? Do you wish we could turn back the clock a little bit, or do you like what the NBA has evolved into? I don't have any problem with physicality, man. None at all. Um, look, if you're going to play that way, uh, then again, the whistles, you can't just, you know, you can't wear the P 
out of the whistle, man. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't think any fan listening right now wants to be entertained at the free throw line. And I think you have to, in my per- personal opinion, I think the, the, even today, in today's world, they call it a ticky tack. Look, these guys are athletes, strong, fast, and furious. I think you can take a bump, you know, and continue on your way. Uh, that, to me, probably uh, gets me riled up more than anything. Uh, I like the physical part of the game. I think this game was built to get bumped off your spot and then recover. And either you score or you don't, and you go back the other side. Uh, that's why you play defense. This isn't just an offensive game. I know fans want to see offense. I get it. That's why the three ball is in vogue. But also, I think you've got to just, you know, let the guys, let the players do their thing on whether it's, you know, women, WNBA, college basketball. I I would prefer to see a little bit more physicality. I guess I kind of got more into that when I, you know, studied the last dance, the, 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 the series with Jordan, and I really realized just how physical the game was in those days. And Sloan's, you know, memories and discussions that we had over the years and the stories, you know, even though I felt like they were tall tales, I really, I, I really kind of now realized that they were pretty much on spot the way they played. Um, and it has evolved, and it will continue to, to evolve. But I still think that a player can, you know, get knocked off his spot uh, and not have to stop the flow of the game. That, to me, is the biggest issue in the league is that, yeah, it's great to see the ball go in and some spectacular plays, but don't don't put LeBron and don't put Harden and Westbrook, you know, 24-7 at the free throw line. I still think they're man enough to take a bump. Either they finish or they go back and, and, uh, you know, restart again on another offensive series, on offensive set. But uh, that's just me. Um, will it happen? No. <laughs> but I think a player can take the physicality. I really do. Man, Bowler, I just saw a picture on uh, Twitter of Sammy Hagar and uh, Eddie Van Halen, and uh, Eddie's got his arm around Sammy, and he tweets out, uh, Sammy does, heartbroken and speechless, my love to the family. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's a, what, he's icon, man. He could play. He could. Uh, he could. Uh, he could. He could play the strings. There's no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. We were earlier in the show. We were kind of ranking best guitar players uh, of that you've ever heard or seen, and the names we came up with were Jimi Hendrix and uh, Eddie Van Halen and uh, Jimmy Page. Who else do we have? Uh, Jake, I think I think Stevie Ray Vaughan's got to be yeah. in there. Uh-huh. Chuck Berry, yeah. I mentioned. Yeah, yeah he kind of sta- he kind of started it all, you know. Eric Clapton. Yeah, yeah. There's there's you know, and then uh I'm trying to think of the bass player uh Getty with Rush. Um Oh. oh. Yeah, Eddie he, Lee. He, yeah, Eddie Lee. Yeah, those guys Eddie. uh those they're you know, most bands, right? They always have either the drummer or some lead solo guitar soloist that just goes out and wows the crowd. That kind of what draws them in. The singers are one thing, but you got to have a, a guy out there that can wow the crowd uh, with the guitar or the drums. But, uh, yeah, Van Halen was a special group, you know. I, I, I think most everyone, you know, listening has some sort, you know, because they, they, they went 40 years together with Sammy Hagar jumping in for David Lee Roth. Uh, but uh, they, they were around, and uh, they, were, they were a young group when they got started, and 
I mean, Jake, Austin, you guys, you guys follow those guys, and there, there were some huge songs. I mean, you know, I, I guess if you like rock, but they also, what did I saw in an interview earlier today? Something that said that they were one of the first bands that actually you could dance to their music, and I thought, hmm, interesting, because rock and roll, you know, it's kind of depending on how hard the rock, you know, hard, hard the rock and roll is, how hard it is to dance to. But they said they, their songs, you could actually kind of, you could get up and dance to it. Bowler, I wanted to ask you a follow-up on what, what uh, Jake was talking to you about as far as uh, the the uh, physicality of of in the NBA. What about in the NFL? Because that's what sparked the whole thing. We were talking about uh, higher uh, point totals so far in the NFL season, and some people are pointing to the fact that uh, referees are, aren't throwing as many flags on offensive linemen holding. Uh, in the games I've seen, yeah, you can you could throw that flag on every play as we know. I think we've seen some good quarterbacking, um, you know, route running. I mean, again, I'm looking at the Chiefs. They're 4-0, and they didn't play all that well last night. Their defense, uh, I thought, looked uh, less than, you know, Super Bowl fashion, even though they had the pick six. Uh, but I, I think – you know, again, offense drives the ship, and I'm not sure, too, guys, if if the crowds or the lack of is causing any of this. It'd be great study to see. Maybe the the officials are more in tuned. Maybe the crowd isn't as disruptive because there really isn't one. And I'm, I'm I don't know if that's part of it. And maybe they're just seem to be more focused on their on their job at hand, unless it's really a blatant penalty, and then the flag comes out. But you know, to Gordo and Jay getting back to the physical part of the game. I know the league is, and they're going to continue to, and they have to. They have to protect the athlete. Uh, in basketball, a little different. Yeah, you can get undercut when you go to the rim, and those are dangerous plays and ones you don't want to see, but it is still part of the danger of playing, you know, at any level of sport. Uh, but in football, again, you're to protecting quarterbacks, um, horse collar, you know, chop block and cutting somebody's legs out from underneath them. I think that's what they have their eye on more than anything. But maybe you're just seeing, you know, better quarterbacks and, and wide receivers running better routes. And uh, quarterbacks are also getting, you know, getting rid of the ball, uh, I think, I think faster than usual. I, I don't know if it's the lack of crowd that they're, they can hear the signals. Uh, everybody's much more in tune. Who knows? But I'm sure somebody will study it. That's for that's for sure. On the lack of crowds in NFL stadiums and college football. Bowler, as long as we're talking football, uh, what have you thought about BYU crushing these teams so far? Well, I've watched every game, and I've really been impressed. Uh, Zach Wilson uh, has got arm. He has the ability, I think, to read defenses. I'm impressed. I like his foot speed. I like his arm strength. I like the way that he gets the ball out and it leads his receiver. Uh, you know, again, he's been oft injured, and I hope he stays healthy. But uh, I will be – I thought maybe Louisiana Tech would be a little bit more of a, of a test, I guess. It really wasn't. But what I'm, what I'm finding, uh, again, and I know Ute fans will argue because, again, it's all about the competition level, right? That's always the, the debate. You get year in, year out of what conference and who do you, you know who is Tom Homo set up on the schedule. This year, you're playing anybody you can get. Um, you get Boise State, right? So that's going to be a huge, uh, a, a huge matchup, but also an indicator uh, 
uh, a barometer of how good you are. I think their defense is good too, fast. Um, but again, how good are these lower level teams? And my guess would be not that good of an athlete. They're 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 playing college football. Don't get me wrong, but there's levels, you know. Uh, quarter step here, lateral, uh, four or five pounds here, uh, you know, height, what have you, you know, type of base that you have, you know, on the defense or offensive line, all those things come into play. But I'll be honest, BYU has looked uh, incredibly well coached. And, and let's just say this, I think they've, they've game planned uh, and basically have done whatever they've wanted to do. And Zach Wilson right now, you know, is the talk of, of some teams or some, some coaches around the country just because the numbers he's put up. They've been gaudy, but he's been impressive, man. So, Bowler, I'm curious to know, what level would you have played at had the knee not gone? I wonder, because <laughs> you were at K-State. I mean, yeah, uh, did, yeah. was, it, was the NFL in your mind? Uh, I, I'd be lying if I – every guy that I played with, uh, and, and from grade school on, always had a dream, a plan for the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, but you know what? Who doesn't always dream of the next level? But in reality, no. Uh, I think if I'm truthful with myself, <clears throat> no. I, there, there's another level that you go to from high school to college and then college <clears throat> to the NFL. When I was at CBS, uh, you know, and had a chance to meet with so many great players and coaches and go onto the field and watch the speed is ridiculous. Uh, the strength, the lateral speed is outrageous. No, I did not have that. I thought I did, but I know I don't. Uh, you want to, I think all of us believe it's like, um, uh, Austin, help me here. Uncle Rico, uh, and Napoleon, <laughs> Napoleon dynamite. dynamite. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't uncle Rico think that he could have won the state championship, right? If, if he just gotten put in, or he could throw it over the mountain. I can't remember. There's a couple of funny lines in that movie that uh, kind of makes us all kind of think that we're always better than we really are. Because that's a, that's a high elite level. That really is a high elite level. And very few reach it. Craig Bowler, Jack with Coach us. Coach would have put me in fourth quarter. We'd have been state champions. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's the fourth quarter. Yeah. Coach put me in fourth quarter. We've been state champions. You know how many times, though, you heard that that line from old friends who sit around having a, a drink of choice, and they always talk about their old days. And, man, I'll tell you what, man, I really I, – I could throw that ball 65, <laughs> you know. And I had breakaway speed. Once I got out there in the open, nobody could catch me, you know. Hey, you know, hey, Jake, I can give you a fun bowler fact that you probably don't know. Maybe you know it, but you won't you That he hear once it? got abandoned by a friend in Mexico? No, no. Oh, oh, which one? Stop oh, bringing that up. Set up at lunch, whatever, well, what else? Yeah. Will I never get forgiveness, please? Uh, yeah. No, it is this. And, and and I don't know whether I've mentioned this on the air before or not, Bowler, but do you know that Craig Bowler, Jack, was uh, a collegiate arm wrestling champion? I did not know that, actually, no. I don't know how. Was it the entire school or was it something else, Bowler? Uh, sure. it, was, it was just the uh, fraternity arm wrestling uh, championship. We had like 26 on k-state's campus and we had this uh fundraiser and yeah it was uh it was quite a uh, quite a duel they actually they actually had a boxing championship too but <laughs> i would even step in that because and then the school shut that down can you imagine because i think like five guys were ko'd on the first <laughs> night it was not a pretty scene you know all for the sake of a few bucks for charity 
<laughs> and we all just said, like, this could get ugly really fast. We don't have anybody here for medical help. Like, what are we doing? And everybody said, I think we better just call this a, a night. But, you know, back in those days, you try to do something for, you know, raise $1,000 for charity to make the fraternities look good. And uh, But we had fun. But the boxing didn't last long. No way. No. <laughs> That's a good story. I did, hey, you learn something new about your buddies every day. That's awesome. People breaking chairs over each other's heads and whatnot, you know. But, yeah, Polar, was there, was there a weight class, or were you overall – the champ. I mean, that's pretty cool. It, it was just weight classes. Yeah, yeah. We had like different, you know, middles, heavy, heavy weights, which I, I just did not happen to, uh, to, uh, to, to tilt the scale that big. But no, I think it was middleweight for me. I think that's what it was. Yeah, one ninety to two ten, then two ten and above was, or two fifteen. I can't remember what the number was, but it was, uh, it was in that category. I've seen uh, I've seen my guy Gordon in action arm wrestling before and Gordon you're you're a good arm wrestler you think he could take Bowler? No. No. No, I think Bowler Bowler's, get Bowler's a Bowler's a frat champ, man. I'm not going to go there. But... <laughs> all right. Hey, you know what it is though? The trick uh is it's all leverage. You know, you got to you got to and psych your opponent out stare him down <laughs> and then kind of grab that thumb and just dig it in, you know that okay, hold on, let's regrip. Hold on, let's regrip. And just mess with them the whole time. That's what that's what it comes down to. Yeah, so what did that stare look like, Baller? <laughs> the stare? It's like yeah. the stare in, in Cabo. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> You're familiar with it. Uh, <laughs> at gate 44B. You, you saw it at 44B, pal. <laughs> Bowler, you rock, man. Thanks for jumping on with us as always. All right. We'll see you soon. See, see you, Bowler. That's uh, the great Craig Bowler Jack with us uh, here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get back out to the Zone phone uh, and uh, joining the show now from TryDayTrading.com. He is James with us here on the big show. What's going on, James? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, James. So uh, I bet there are a few listeners rolling around out there right now that uh, wouldn't mind replacing some income or supplementing some income. And a real easy way to do it is TryDayTrading.com. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a great way to, yeah, like you said, it, maybe start out supplementing, eventually replace, and anywhere in between. Um, the way technology is, um, it, it's made it pretty easy for people to be able to do this from home. So right now we're, you know, ha we're running a webinar, lays it all out, shows you what it's all about. You go to trydaytrading.com. Schedule the webinar at your convenience, and we'll spend some time with you, you know, seeing if trading is a good fit. What if you – know, uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, James. Go sorry, ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, what if it's no, somebody, somebody like me who certainly has no experience in that world whatsoever and might be a little intimidated? It sounds like you guys do a great job of, of helping people figure it out and succeed. Yeah, and sometimes the, the new people that don't have any experience uh, do pretty well because they're not overcomplicating it. Hmm. And the thing with trading is it doesn't have to be hard. You know, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Just keep it simple, something that the everyday average person can do, whether they've got a lot of technical experience or not. So I think we've made it about as simple as we can for almost anybody with the Internet and a computer to get in there and make a few bucks. 
Awesome. Trydaytrading.com. Jump on one of those webinars. Get started at trydaytrading.com. James, thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you, guys. All right. That's our, our friend James from trydaytrading.com. We'll get to more Big Show coming up next. We've got your drop of the day straight ahead right here on 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it? This one goes out to Bowler. Eruption on a total request Tuesday. Van Halen. Uh, Eddie Van Halen passed away today. Is and this the, the solo that uh, he plays on Back to the Future when he's pretending oh, yeah, to be yeah, the yeah. alien? That's right. I think it is, actually. Yeah. I just saw a cool video of uh, Eddie Van Halen playing the, the Beat It guitar solo live in a performance with Michael Jackson. <laughs> wow, that'd be cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, Gordon, you ready for Sounds of Various Clips, also known as Drop of the Day? I am ready. Uh, I'm going to let Austin set this one up because really this is kind of a personal thing with him. So oh, wow. I, how do you want to uh, set this up, Austin? Uh, it's near and dear to my heart. It's how I've decided to live my life from about eight minutes ago on when I found this <laughs> clip online. It's a YouTube tutorial on what to do when people refuse to text you back. They never reply to your texts at all. And they never respond back to your text at all, and this is consistent and ongoing, or if they come back five weeks later, or six weeks later, or a month later, or two or three or four or five months later with some lame excuse, I tell you what to do. Do not waste your time with that person simply because that person was telling you, you was not a priority at that particular time. You was not a priority to them at the first place. In other words, they didn't give a damn about you. So whenever a person is ongoing, consistently doing that to you, or if that person comes back with some lame excuse, because a lot of people come back like six or seven weeks later with some lame excuse, don't listen to it because... What you're doing is buying into their game because people will play games with you when they are giving you some lame excuse. They fear or whatever what you was going to do or what you was going to say. No, if that person had cared enough, they would have came to you the next day of what happened. That's right. They would have came to you what happened rather than waiting like five or six weeks later or waiting like six or seven months later or four or three months later. That's telling you. They're not bothered with you. They had other priorities. Rather than taking the time to give you an explanation, why would they wait like six or seven months later? Don't waste your time with those type of people. Wow. Now, that, that was two minutes of a nine-and-a-half-minute video. <laughs> wow. Gordon, Man, I couldn't uh, agree. I couldn't agree more with him. I mean, <laughs> to people that do that are, are, are really rather, you know, intolerable. Especially, you know, the part he was talking about when they do it consistently. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you've got to forgive somebody that does it once, but if they do it consistently, then here, here. Yeah, I agree. 
like for an example from my personal life, uh, not to make things too personal, but on, uh, so let's see, th what day was this one? Tuesday, September 22nd, okay. I texted this person, that was fun, thanks, uh, filled in their name, uh -huh. they said, good job, I said, thanks, you too, okay, no uh -huh. response after that. Friday, September 25th, I sent them uh, something they had asked me in person to send them. Uh -huh. They never respond with a thank you. Nothing. Nothing. Thursday, October 1st. Should have asked yesterday, what's your survivor pick this week? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Tuesday, October 6th. They once again asked me for something uh, to send them something, and I did, and still have not heard back from them on that either. Now, so consistently, on, consistently ignoring yeah. my yeah. text no, no. messages. Right. Hold, hold on. No, 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 no. On a couple of those occasions, I happen to be talking to you via the headset. Oh, you know it is. Thank These are for, for you and me, yeah. Thanking you for that. So if I thank him verbally, do I have to then write it out in the text? All I'm saying Jake? is the, the evidence is here, the text messages. There's four straight here, Jake. Look, four straight blue in a row. Without a gray at all yeah, in between there. Sure so. thing, yeah. And I'm just, blue and, and just they're gray. Just noticed that, yeah. <laughs> Going back to Friday, September, or Tuesday, September 22nd. Mm. Last time I heard from this person. So, so no responses, let alone a, a generated text from that person, Yeah, uh, you know, just, just checking in with you or anything. Yeah, and uh, really, uh, as our friend uh, told us there in the, in the drop of the day, there's only one thing you can do when someone does this to you, and it's this. Don't waste your time with those type of people. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, but if you go back a little ways there, uh, so you see me complimenting you. Yeah, last time I heard from you. <laughs> what year was it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think it was when I had my Nokia. It was back in uh, so, 2018. So just to get this straight, if if somebody sends you, if you request something from somebody and they send it to you via text, then saying to them with your voice, thank you is not enough. You have to text them back and say thank you in order for it to be legitimate. I think that's the polite thing to do, legitimate or not. I, that's how I was raised, to, to even, love my even, neighbor. Even if, even if I said, let's say, even if said person said to the other person, thank you, I appreciate that, thanks so much. You know what, in my family, we even go so far as to not only thank people in person, but we actually send thank you notes still. Ah. Mm -hmm. Or texts. Uh, text is much easier yeah. than that, but yeah, we still uh, scratch out a thank you note or two every once in a while. I mean, I just had an example of moments ago. I had a very dear friend who I love and respect and actually really look up to send me a, a, a nice note thanking me for all my work and telling me I'm, I did a great job. Yeah. I immediately, that was at 5.40, at 5.41, whilst hosting, producing, and talking with you, I responded and said, oh, wow, thank you. You too. Yeah. Because, it's because they matter to me. <laughs> now, did was this person who happened to send you this sickeningly sweet text... Uh, did our tweet was he uh, or I guess it was a text was he uh, you know uh, was it uh, somebody whose name rhymes with uh, sake jock no it doesn't rhyme with sake jock but right it might rhyme with sake sot does Scott <laughs> hey, I'm Jake Scott does Scott rhyme with jock no no 
whatever. <laughs> yes, it does. Sock and jot don't rhyme. Yeah, Jock and Scott. That Sorry, those aren't those aren't, those aren't rhyming Clo- words. Close enough. Now, Whatever. Jock and Sock are rhyming words. Right. No, they don't have to. Scott, learn Snot, Rot. See, here's the thing. Not you rock. Guys, no, no. In, in 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 poetry, you don't have to. It doesn't have to end in the same consonant. You didn't we're say not, in poetry. Yeah, you we're said, talking about rhyming. Doesn't rhyme with. <laughs> I'm not talking about free-form poetry, Edgar <laughs> Allan Poe. We're talking about words that rhyme. Listen here, Emerson. This is something my preschooler is learning right now. <laughs> you and Frost can go over there if you'd like. But Rock and Scott don't rhyme. It's the big show with uh, Jake Scott and Walt Whitman. <laughs> well, Leaves of Grass coming next. We'll have more coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This might be my favorite Van Halen song, or is this one too obvious? Is it too? Do I have to go with like a a, a deep track? <laughs> I don't know no. what, what just happened in the break. I'm not talking to you. So. No. I don't blame you. <laughs> He's uh, gonna leave you leave you out to just hang by yourself right now, right? It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Do you do you judge people when you ask, you know, what their favorite song is from a particular band? And if they pick the, the biggest, most obvious hit, do you kind of like look at them side kind of like, oh, OK. You no. know, if, if, if somebody says that uh, Stairway to Heaven is their favorite Led Zeppelin song, do you think like, of course it is? No, I, I have no problem with it. Everyone's got their own ideas about those sorts of things. So I would never I would never, ever criticize you. For your music choices. Except for I, I, that I said that George was the most talented one in the Beatles today, and you, you treated me like I was a moron. I didn't mean to. Uh, you can pick George if you want. And I even said that George was my favorite initially until I learned a little more about music. And then I figured it out. But I just no, said I'm that just, I thought I'm just Beatles- kidding. It really, in all honesty, you know, and I and I was giving the invitation there for Austin to kill Band of the day today, Three Dog Nights, selected by me. This is the most overplayed song in the history of radio. Stop it. Would you stop ruining I, things I, that I love? I cannot pick a band of the day without Gordon crapping all over it. If you look inside your heart. It's a bad choice. This might be the ultimate feel-good song. It's okay. It's not my favorite. I'm Gordon Monsey. Now, there's quite a bit of evidence to the contrary there, Gordon. Yeah, I know, and that's why. But really, in all honesty, I I do not criticize people for what the music that they like. I mean, it's 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 all what your ears hear. I I, I guess I'm not saying Except I'm for criticizing you guys. You guys are the most overrated band in history. You guys killing the Beatles. I guess the Beatles are worse bit. than the Monkees. The Beatles are worse than Millie Vanilli. Well, the just... Beatles are worse than Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I love the Beatles, but I, I just don't. think like if to if like big time fans of uh, uh, um, let's think let's think of another really good example. Um, what oh who uh, what am I thinking? Uh, Nirvana. Do you think a big time Nirvana fan when somebody says, "Hey, what Austin? What's your favorite Nirvana song?" Smell like Teen Spirit. The big time Nirvana fan is looking at him like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, is. that is true. There is a little bit of that. Just like when I said I really like Dust in the Wind by Kansas. You guys uh, 
well, you know, sharpen the knives on that one. The the difference is not only is that a really bad song, but they it's were a really a they were a really bad band. That's neither are true. Of Kansas? Yes. Oh. What do you know? You like I'd Bob rather, Dylan singing. I'd rather listen to the soundtrack of Oklahoma <laughs> than <laughs> listen to a, to a Kansas song. But okay, we, we oh! won't be... Oklahoma. We won't be judgy about music. I just wondered about that. If if you're like like you're a really big Beatles fan, Gordon. So if uh, somebody asked, you know, somebody, what's the most cliche Beatles song out there? Help. Yesterday. <laughs> Do you look at them weird? Like, oh yeah, of course that's your favorite Beatles song. No, no. Come because together. almost every almost every Beatles song is well known. So well, that's uh, so far from true. The Beatles are the most overrated band in history. I agree, Gordon. You are right on the money. All right, let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now. Uh, I'd agree our, with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. <laughs> our friend James from TridayTrading.com is back on with us. And James, uh, you guys are, are helping our listeners who might be interested in, uh, well, supplementing income, earning a little extra money, or, or completely uh, replacing their income altogether. Absolutely. Yep, yeah, TridayTrading.com, and you go there. We've got uh, webinars designed to lay out all the information for you. So by the time you get to the end of that webinar, you know, you really have a good idea if uh, this will work for you. And then um, we, do, we do that trial. We work with you one-on-one just to give you a feel for it. Um, yeah. And then once you've tried it out, you know, you can kind of make that decision for yourself. And once you get a feel for it, try it out and have some success. Tridaytrading.com will actually fund an account, right? Yep, absolutely. Everybody that goes through the, the training, we fund an account. That's how confident we are that anybody that goes through the system will be able to trade and make money. So best we'll fund them a live account. So best way to get started, trydaytrading.com and just grab one of those webinars, right? You guys are doing them almost all the time. Yep. Yep, just register for a webinar. We'll answer all your questions. We'll be on there chatting along, you know, answering questions as we go. So that's the best way to do it. Trydaytrading.com. There's a lot of lot of different time slots available for webinars, so we can accommodate on almost anybody's schedule. All right, James, we appreciate you. Thanks for your help. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's James, trydaytrading.com. That's trydaytrading.com. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Another Tuesday comes and goes. Gordo, uh, you going to be dialed into the finals tonight? Yes, I am. I want to see you know, whether the Lakers uh, are the Lakers again or whether they are going to stumble because I think they did their fair share of stumbling. As great as Jimmy Butler was in Game 3, um, I don't think that – the Heat win that game unless the uh, Lakers let them. That sounds kind of condescending, doesn't it? Very but, much uh, so, yeah. But yeah. Th- that's okay. We're used to it. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think the Lakers oh, are the better Oh, at least I got team. a chuckle out of that. Thank you. At least the, the, I the, 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 the Lakers are the better team. A so condescending we'll chuckle. They, they... <laughs> was it condescending or was it patronizing? Yeah, well, d- dismissive at best. But I, I'm, I'm used to, the, to that from a guy who uh, only has one Porsche right now. <laughs> yeah. I only have one Porsche. Porsche. 
You pronounced, you pronounced it, it Porsche. Like. I only have one Porsche. That's not cut. That's because I was talking your language. That's as we say raw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> I told you guys get... how much I hate you <laughs> today. But... I thought that was my theme of the day that I disliked all my coworkers today. Are you on board with me? Are we are we in this together? Yes, we are, apparently. <laughs> well, well, we know the advice we heard earlier. Don't waste your time with those type of people. <laughs> we're all oh, we're all three in good spaces. I'm not gonna lie, when I heard you say yesterday I only have one Porsche right now, I thought, oh, that is gonna be the drop that just keeps on giving. I only have one Porsche. There's <laughs> incriminating audio without without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. but but what that may be raw, but what you did is you cut off what I said next, right next to it. Which was I what? Said, Which made I it ten por- times worse. No, I said Porsche. Uh, that's not what was right next to it. Actually. Yeah, right next to yeah. it was right now, which makes it worse. I only have one Porsche right now. <laughs> and then I said Porsche. <laughs> I like it that that's more important to you than <laughs> you only have one right now. You're like, oh, well, well yeah, I mean, yeah. That that was just a, a gift that I sent to the two of you. That was a gift. Like Austin said, that, that was, was like the Fruit of the Month Club. That right was there. incriminating audio without without losing the bet right there. It just keeps on going. I only have one Porsche. But don't don't feel bad, uh, Gordon. I called uh, uh, our friend Tracy from TridayTrading.com today a girl. Yeah, you did. So, you know, it happens to all of us. Yeah, And that's the it. reason that's... I don't like Austin and Lloyd today. <laughs> Dad, I did uh, nothing to you. That's one of the problems when you name your children names that could, you know, be utilized either uh, in the feminine or or the masculine. And I did that with every one of my daughters. So, uh, uh, you know, it's okay. Well, I would hope if, uh, you know, Aaron, for example, your daughter, if she were calling in, uh, you know, for a for a live uh, call in on a radio show, I wish uh, Austin, the producer, would say, Aaron, and that's a girl. Oh, come on now. (laughs) <laughs> that, is, that would be true. nice. And I wish a host in the year 2020 would just call someone by their name. Well, I don't know. Just just read what I put on the paper, man. You didn't put That's anything on the paper. You said, we've got Tracy on the line, into my ear. Uh, okay, even more so. I knew the name All was Tracy. All you had Tracy. to say was, let's get out to the zone phone, Tracy, with Triday Trainings with us. You didn't have to say, sir. You didn't have to say, ma'am. No, how did I say? I said, she. You didn't she have to say, young something. lady. I said, let's talk to Tracy. Maybe she'll That's what do something, like return sanity. I know, but show. if you said, let's go out and talk to Tracy, Tracy, well, then it gets redundant. You know? Wait, say that. Explain that again. What's redundant? You couldn't keep saying Tracy, so you used the she. Oh, okay. So I, what oh, I'm okay. saying is I, got you. I, agree, I agree with you, Jake. Oh, think, you've got yeah. my back. Oh, thank you, yeah. Gordon. You're wrong, Austin. Okay, that's you a are win wrong. for me. You are wrong, sir. That's how, Gordon uh-huh. and I both think that you were wrong. Oh, well, darn. Yeah, I think it's incumbent upon the producer to make it clear. Okay, from yes, now on, Gordon. Okay, yes. Okay, from now on, and we're out of time, but from now on, every guest that I get on the big show, I'm going to say before I bring them on air. Now, my host, Jake Scott, needs to know what you associate yourself with. Are you female, male, or non-binary? I Please just, let us just know. Next time we have Tracy on the line. You can't just say... <laughs> Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. You have to say Chris Mannix, male from Sports no, Illustrated. Chris, you've heard you've heard his voice. Chris and we know is both Chris. a male and a female name. Right. Yeah, I know, but we As already know Sam. Chris. We already know Chris is a male. We didn't know Tracy was a male. Right. 
You didn't need to. Literally. You just needed to know Tracy's on the phone. Yeah, but, well, apparently yeah, but you I can't keep saying to. that. They ah! back to my original point. You can't. Jake, Jake, <laughs> Jake can't say, "Hey, let's welcome Tracy into the show." Hey, Tracy. Of how you doing, he Tracy? Can. He hey, Tracy. How you doing day. today? All day, Gordon, every day. Gordon, does. you are sending. He doesn't say Gordon Mont's in the mail with us. Gordon, you are sending me home in a great mood, brother. I'm gonna I drive off a bridge. You, you know what? I, I I take back what I said. I don't dislike all my coworkers. I dislike all of them except. Gordon. And that's yeah, where you want to be yeah. when you meet Jesus? See, you're Gordon. <laughs> hey, hey, Gordon, you have yourself a wonderful evening, my friend. You you just, right. you know, have a great dinner, enjoy the basketball game. You just have have yourself a good experience. Yeah, you too. Thanks, you too, buddy. Jake, uh, I, you know, I, I appreciate your effort, how hard you work, and how talented you are. Uh, am I leaving anybody out? No. Thank you, Gordon. Back at you. Just amazing work today. Hey, in all seriousness, thanks, Austin. Gordon, have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. All right, same to you. It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280, The Zone. Don't waste your time with those type of people.